Have you ever wanted to listen to two random dudes on the internet talk about their views? Well, I'm Matt. And I'm Bill. And this is the Two Dudes with a View podcast. Welcome back to episode 19 of the Two Dudes with a View podcast. As always, I am Matt, and I am joined by, I was going to say old man, but now I feel old too, so I guess, yeah, you should. I guess I'm just joined by Bill. Uh, how's it going, buddy? Uh, well, you know, but and I'm not going to say it out here just because it's really no, nobody's business, but it's been a rough two weeks. Yeah, it's uh, and that's without getting into too many details we did take a three episodes off uh was it three or was it four i think it was three it was at least yeah, was two three, thursdays yep. and a monday uh a we had some stuff going on just personal stuff and b it was my birthday so things didn't line up there it, listen it's been a long two weeks okay i am yeah yeah, I thought about that, too. You made me record on my birthday, but we couldn't record on yours. No, no, oh. no. We recorded the day before your birthday. There's a difference. No, no. Yes. No, no. My birthday was on a Wednesday. We recorded that day. No. You're, you're, well, maybe we did. You're old. You have a bedtime anyway, so it doesn't matter. Uh, okay. Anywho, Bill, we have to talk about it because we missed it. I think the previous episode we did actually do. How's the weather been? Uh, confusing. Agreed. It's it's either hot, it's hot during the day, cold during the night, or this, what, two days ago, that off day of the week where it was like 70 degrees, and I'm like, what the hell? But it didn't feel 70 to me. It still felt 80. And now we're back to the 80s. I can't wait for fall. I am so over summer. Well, see... I've mentioned this before, I think. I teach high school marching band and drumline. And this week is band camp week, which by definition means it's going to be the hottest week of the year. Because that's just how that works. Because we're outside for eight hours a day. So this week, Monday was like 90 degrees. Tuesday, like you said, it was that off day. It was, my phone read 71. It felt like it was 85. I, it's just how it was. And then it downpoured last night, too, all through the night. Get up this morning, it's super hot again. And about 3 o'clock, the skies just pissed on us again. It completely downpoured. Uh, for hours, like, I'm no joke, talking uh, probably four hours of just straight downpour nonstop. I, I, I don't even know where that much rain came from. I felt like I was about ready to just get washed away. Uh, but yeah, it's it, it downpoured, and now everything, the ground went from hard as a literal rock where you couldn't even, like, put a shovel into it, to now it's just a swamp. And I don't know what to, I don't know what to do with my life anymore because of it. That's okay, we have, like, I, I said to the wife today at work, uh, they were calling for rain, right? So, and I, you look out the door, 
And for anybody that never listened to this, I, I work in a diner, so when it's hot outside, it's just amplify that because I work around stoves and ovens and fryers and flat tops and holy shit. But I looked out the back door and I'm like, wow, is this supposed to rain? And I went outside for a cigarette, got my phone. Uh, well, actually, she reminded me to look at the weather. So I looked at the weather and, of course... Where we work at, I said to her, I'm like, I think they have some kind of device here that when a rain cloud's coming, they turn it on and it makes the rain cloud go around us because it hardly ever rains there. Even it'll get dark as hell. Nope, no rain. Just it'll just get windy. We left work, came home. Everything here is soaking wet. Mind you, it's eight, literally eight minutes away from work. Well, it is I, home. It's not far. I had one last year. And I was sitting in the pool. I was on a little floaty, whatever. It's like 95, maybe even 100 with the heat index. Sitting there, it's nice and cool out, and I see this dark. I mean, when I say dark, I mean, we're talking probably one of the darkest clouds I've ever seen. And I'm like, "That's that's, that's not good. That's bad. It literally came straight at me, and I watched it split all the way around the entire house perfectly sunny in the middle it was like a donut and it was just the darkest cloud i've ever seen all the way around me i i can't explain it don't know how it happened it was like there was just a vortex in the middle that said nope not today you're gonna enjoy pool time and i less than a half mile down the road like it looked like a literal hurricane came through there it was that bad and I just, I can't explain it to this day. It just happened, you know? There's there's only once in my life that I ever experienced any kind of weird weather phenomenon that I, to this day, still can't believe that I've seen. But I know it happens all the time. I was probably, oh man, 10 or 11 years old. Um, and I was at my grandmother's house. And she lived on the side of a hill, but it was like, wasn't far up the hill from the road. So, but... Uh, we were out playing in the yard, and right across the street was raining like hell, but it was sunny where we were. And we were, like, me and my cousins were mesmerized that, wow, it is raining like, you could see the line of water hitting the ground. That's how far we were. Like, we could see the water hitting the ground, but just an inch from there, it was bright, sunny, and everything was dry. I'm like, this is... I've, this I, is the work of aliens. I probably, not to spend too much more time on this, but I probably told this story before. Where I live, my uncle lives about a mile, three quarters of a mile down the road, right? A little bit farther east. The road is literally like one of the straightest roads. There's a turn in it and like a hill, but for the most part, it's literally a straight mile, like three quarters of a mile to a mile east. There's been years where we can't mow our grass because there are literal feet of water standing in our grass. And less than a three quarters to a mile away, he doesn't have grass because it is so burnt and charred that it's just gone. Like it's it's literally crumbled up and gone. And he's had to pull water. We have a, we have the, it's part of the Erie Canal technically. Uh, like less than a mile away he's had to go there and pull water out of that to try to keep his garden and his grass alive while we've had literal feet of water standing in our front yard 
for weeks on end. I mean, we're not talking a day. We're talking weeks on end that this has happened. And it's just, it's like a straight line. I mean, there's been times I live in the snow capital of the world, with the exception of probably like Anchorage, Alaska. And there's been times there's been feet of snow at my house. And by the time I get to his, it is green grass. There is nothing. It's like someone drew a line and said, nope, this is where it stops. And again, I can't explain it. It just happens. It's one of those things, you know? Uh, Weather's a weird thing. Yeah. Anywho, today's episode, even though it's technically a Thursday episode, uh, it's going to be a little bit different than our normal Thursday episodes just because we haven't done a a Monday episode and we kind of want to get caught up on some very important things that are going on like today and this past week. So we just, we want to get going through this and so we're going to do a little bit of both. You're going to get some news up front. And then towards the end, you're probably just going to get some random whatever we decide to talk about uh, type of stuff. So, let's take a trip here uh, to Florida. How's that sound, Bill? Let's take a trip to Florida. And I'm just going to, I know you have some thoughts on this, so I'm just going to let you unpack this first because I can tell you've been itching at it to do it while we've been sitting here ready to do, you know, hit the record button and go. Trump... Donald Trump's Mar-a-Lago home, resort, whatever you want to call it, raided by FBI agents, local police, state police, so on and so forth. Bill, go. I know you got stuff on this. Yeah, so, I mean, I think everybody, anybody listening to this probably has heard this regurgitated a billion times by now, but the, what's his name, Merrick Garland, uh, the United States Attorney General, uh, like went and got a warrant and he went to a judge that represented somebody related to the the Epstein people um and this judge signed off on this warrant to search the home of the first time in the history of the United States to search the home of a former United States president uh, to look for classified information. Meanwhile, Trump was working with the National Archives to get stuff to preserve for, you know, generations to come, and plus also to get back anything that he may have that he shouldn't have. And it, where people are a little bit messed up here is, like, when the president moves out of the White House, he doesn't pack nothing. You watch the video when Trump and Melania left. They walked out the back door, got in Marine One, and flew away. People packed the stuff. So if stuff was put back and packed and shipped down, you know what I mean? He he may have known it was there or may have known there was like, you know, 100 boxes brought or whatever, but maybe not know what's in each one of them. But he was working with these people to to get the stuff that was needed back. There's people that say about the, oh, he stole the nuclear codes. Well, that's that's virtually impossible because the nuclear codes change like every other day or something. Um, So even if he could tell everybody the codes he has now, and that doesn't matter. Uh, Plus, the stuff that he has that they say are classified information, he was the president of the United States. He's the only person in the country with the authority to declassify information. So anything that he has could be declassified. And there's also executive privilege. He has the right to this information. I mean, not no more. He's not the president. But 
the people that packed it up may have packed it up thinking, well, it's the president of the United States. Let's pack this stuff up. Maybe not realizing that uh, here in a couple hours, he ain't going to have access to the stuff no more. Yeah, but so... they have made a big they made this big shit show over this for the past week now. It's been nothing but this on the news. And they wouldn't let Trump's team in while they conducted the search of the of the property, which that's unheard of. Um, they refused to give them a copy of the the search warrant, which is illegal. Uh, if a cop is going to come search your house and they have a search warrant, they have to present you with the search warrant before they enter the house. They can't just say they have one. They have to give it to you, and then that's that. And now they're they're having a pissing contest on whether or not they're going to release the exact contents of the stuff they took from his house, plus the search warrant, the cover page of the search warrant. Yeah, so let me let me unpack some of my thoughts here as well. Um, like you said, he at the time was the president of the United States. He has the authority to declassify. I'm going to say ninety five percent of things because there's some things that he just. Common sense. I mean, he probably can, but no one in their oh, no, right yeah, mind. No. Like, if you look it up, the President of the United States, anything that is classified, that's considered United States classified information, whether it's national security or just whatever the hell it is that it's classified, he could just, with the stroke of a pen, say, nope, here it is, it's declassified. But there's also that, what, 25-year or something time frame where the stuff will automatically become declassified unless it's continued. Correct. So, he could... And there's no, I don't know, I'm just I'm just saying this, but he could have declassified stuff. But either way, he didn't pack it. So, like, yeah. does what, what's the worst he could get receiving stolen property? Like, he didn't know it was there, maybe. Yeah, so, um, he, he had put in a statement that he had declassified. So, I, according to the FBI, and now, again, we, they did release without Trump's objection. I mean, Trump said, I'm going to do it anyways. Um... They did release the copy of the warrant as well as the property evidence receipt that of the stuff they took. And it was supposedly uh, 11 sets of classified documents, including uh, – well, not, not the documents including, but I guess they also took his passports too for some reason that have now since been returned. But there was uh, – 11 cents of classified documents, including, quote, ones marked with top secret, as well as top secret sensitive compartmented information, which is just part of the top secret clearance. There's a designation, blah, blah, blah. We don't have to get into that. Um, and Trump has said he has declassified all that information. That's why it was with him. But like you said, and this is something that I didn't think about until really a few days ago, he didn't pack this stuff right and even the people that did pack this stuff like the movers whatever how you know if you're picking up something that says top secret on it and you're putting it in a box or wherever in a folder in a file briefcase yada 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 you don't think that they are a gonna say oh yeah like you said that's the president we're just gonna put that in or be, uh, I'm in the White House. Uh, there's a lot of top secret stuff here that I probably shouldn't know about yet. I'm here. Let's slide that in and just well forget about it. But they also yeah, have but... they also have supervisors too for these movers. I 
whoever they're employed. I'm assuming they're employed by the government because they're clearly handling top secret information or potentially handling top secret information. So I would hope they're employed by the government. Who knows? Um, but, you know, you would think they would just, you know, oh, yeah, again, it's the president. Well, probably needs this information, whatever. But on top of that, I mean, you said he's, people are saying they stole the nuclear codes. Regardless, what's he going to do with them? It's not yeah, like he's got the. A, it's not like he's got the football with him. He doesn't have access to yeah. that anymore. And and if you watch video, like they they put videos out on how the nuclear codes work, like that's how not secret it is. Uh, that the Department of Defense creates what are called they call them the biscuit, yeah. and the biscuit is the card with the nuclear code on it. And any time the president is scheduled to leave the White House and go anywhere that the football needs to go with, a new biscuit is made. And the biscuit has a new code on it. And there ain't but three people in the United States that know what this code is. The president, the secretary of defense, and whoever the fuck it is that thumbs up for everybody to flip their switches. Plus, so, yeah, yeah. Even if, even like you could, it could be anything. You know, the goddamn thing could be orange, blue, green. That could be the nuclear code right now. We just don't know. So to say that he stole that is that's just nonsense because well, it's impossible. And, it, and anything, anything that is nuclear related, they have made documentaries, educational videos. We know about our nuclear arsenal as citizens, so that can't be classified information. Exactly, and again, on top of that, like I mentioned earlier, he doesn't have access to the football. It's not like he can just call a 1-800 number to some nuclear silo and say, hey, orange, green, blue. Yeah, it's, it doesn't work like that. It, it, it's not one of those things like you literally pick up your cell phone and call someone and go, hey, by the way, you know, this is uh, former President Trump, and here's the nuclear codes. No, it's not. It doesn't. it doesn't work like that. But here's the thing also, and this is something that's not talked about, is when you're the president-elect of the United States, you are now privy to national security briefings. Correct. Which means that they send you national security briefings during your transition, so when you step into office day one, you know what the fuck is going on. And you actually— When you leave, when you leave and you're the ex-president, you still receive national security briefings. I was just about to bring that up. Like, there's literal, like, daily, I don't, they're not emails, but they're briefings, essentially. There's pages on pages of it. Because at any point, you still, I mean, it doesn't happen much unless it's, you know, back-to-back, like, Republican presidents or back-to-back Democrat presidents, so on and so forth. But a lot of times, former presidents help make decisions for current presidents. Obama's is or at least was at the start of Biden's presidency doing it. At one point, Obama was helping Trump at the beginning of his presidency. You know, so, I mean, there is some communication between them, and people need to know what's going on, right? Like, that's, I guess you can call it a perk, but that's an advantage of becoming president, is you're privy to that information. You already know as president, anything in the country or really anything in the world you want to know, regardless of how classified it is. You already can figure all that out. So we might as well keep you updated about that information. And 
if something happens, you might have read something that someone else didn't, and you can help make that decision. That's the whole purpose of everything, getting these national security briefings daily, weekly, monthly. It's the whole purpose of it. My thing with this whole raid is it set up, and I didn't even know, like, it didn't even dawn on me. That's how, that's how not surprised I was when this happened. I was like, oh, yeah, they're after Trump again. Go figure, blah, blah, blah. It was a couple days later, and I know that I've listened to it prior to that, but it didn't sink into my brain. My brain didn't absorb what was being said in the context they were saying it. I was just listening to it, kind of objectively listening to the rant from both sides, right? Like the, the left and the right. But yeah. they both started start. they both started to say the same thing. And that's what scared me. And I'm like, wait a minute, wait a minute, something's wrong here. And what they were saying is, if the United States government is going to send the FBI after a former president of the United States, what are they going to do to you? Yeah, and uh, I mean, this is not fully, but this is kind of going to go into something I want to talk about earlier. I'm not going to talk about it now, but I'll bring it back up. But yeah, I mean, if they're going to go after a former president who for the most part was very widely liked by at least half the country, if not more, um, if they're going to go after them in a private home that is surrounded by secret service agents 24-7, Let's not forget about that. Surrounded by Secret Service agents 24-7. And go after a man that knows arguably the most of anyone at the current time in the country. Then what are they going to do to some person that, you know, I don't even know what the FBI investigates anymore at this point because it seems like they do absolutely nothing. Um... But what are they going to do to some normal civilian that just makes a random mistake? Apparently you're just going to get sworn by 80-something FBI agents and, I guess, get your passports and everything you own taken because it's evidence. Yeah, and and here's the thing. Trump has billions of dollars, and he has a legal team, and he has all this stuff. So he could fight this, no big deal. Not to mention he has the support of three quarters of the country and probably half the world like the leadership of half the world is on trump's side has been for during his presidency and post-presidency you have the half the united states three like i said half to three quarters of the people on his side never mind the politicians that are cowtailing for him because they know that and i'm just saying this as a realist that if you back trump it works Agreed. Um, so whether or not you actually believe what he says, but if you go on record on the microphone and say this Trump did good, they did bad, something, look into it. it. It starts to create a tidal wave of people looking at things a different way, and they're able to collectively defend themselves. If they come after you, you ain't got enough money to defend yourself in court against them. You're going to be sitting there with a public defender who don't give a shit if yeah. you win or lose because he's still getting paid. Exactly. And, you know, Trump wasn't 
Let's make this clear. Trump wasn't at Mar-a-Lago when this happened. He was somewhere else on the East Coast. I forget exactly where. He wasn't there. He was in New York. Was he in New York? Yeah. He, yeah. he was somewhere. Um, but his lawyer was on the property like when this was happening. And like you said earlier, supposedly they refused to give a lawyer for their client a copy of said search warrant. Now, supposedly speaking, it hasn't been confirmed, and I, I guess it sounds like it is reading some of these headlines here that, excuse me, Trump he was watching the entire thing on security cam footage, and I guess the FBI told uh, his lawyer that they need to shut that off. Obviously, he didn't because... Uh, security cam footage it's, i can record for my own protection you know that's how the you know freedom of press freedom of information all that works um supposedly they're going to release that soon too but uh at least you know they refuse to give a lawyer a warrant supposedly again supposedly which uh was their first well i guess not really their first mistake because there was a lot of mistakes that led up to this it seems like um but was their first on-the-scene mistake? And it sounds like Trump was just sitting back watching and laughing while this was happening. Like, hey, yeah, go ahead, and I'll, I will literally destroy each and every one of you. Here's my thing with that, though. Like, he is an ex-president. So that means even if he leaves his house, he wants to go for a car ride. He can't. He's not allowed to drive. Correct. He has to be taken by Secret Service. Which means that the United States government is paying the Secret Service to protect him. Correct. So any time that they need to leave the property, it becomes a high-risk situation. Doesn't matter if it's in the middle of Florida where everybody loves him. It's still a high-risk situation. There could be that one dummy. Um, so there needs to be an itinerary. No, no different than when he was the president. They had that shit laid out for him minute by minute. This is when you need to leave the door. This is when you need to be on the helicopter. This is when the helicopter needs to leave. We have to be here by this time. So if he's going to go from Mar-a-Lago to fucking Disneyland, there's going to be an itinerary of this is when Mr. Trump needs to be out of the house. This is when we have to have this intersection, this roadway shut down, blah, 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 whatever they're doing. So that wasn't a coincidence that they showed up when they did. They knew in advance he wasn't going to be there because the Secret Service would have had to file a report on what they were doing in advance. Oh, yeah. Guaranteed. I mean, it, that's. I think that's one of the most, well, maybe not one of the most, but probably one of the top ten most obvious things about this raid is just the fact that he wasn't there and... Miraculously, again, his lawyer was sitting right there. Because this happened, it was, I don't know what time the raid actually commenced, but it was Early dark. ass in the morning. Yeah, it was dark out. They were, like, ready for it. And his lawyer just happened to be there that early in the morning. I'm pretty well, he sure. Probably, he, probably has a, he probably has part of his legal team living there. I mean, that place isn't small. Yeah, <laughs> that is also true. Yeah. But... So many, like I said earlier, so many mistakes. Just one after another. And one of them that pisses me off, and it's not that it pisses me off because I know better, and I think everybody else knows better. It's the fact that it's being done so blatantly that they're making us look ignorant for ask. Excuse me for asking the question. Yeah, well, when it was when it was asked to whatever that uh, White House. 
press secretary's name is. I don't even know. You she's know, she's did, clueless anyway, so it doesn't matter. Did the White House know about the raid? And she says, nope, the White House didn't know and Biden didn't know. You're telling me and you expect me to believe that the sitting president of the United States did not know they were about to raid the home of the former president of the United States. But yet the president of the United States knows when they're about to shoot a damn missile out of a drone and kill somebody in Afghanistan or wherever the hell it was. They just killed the Taliban leader guy or Al-Qaeda leader guy. So you don't, if you expect me to not believe that Biden didn't know this in advance, uh, I, I would have to say that, okay, if you don't, if you personally believe that Biden didn't know that they were going to Trump's house, you're a fool. Yeah, I mean, I could tell you right now that Biden knew, I'm going to even say weeks in advance that this was about to happen, let alone hours or even just days. Like, And realistically, he's probably the only one that could authorize that. I mean, technically, Trump is a, a, civil, a, a regular civilian again, but he still has the perks, the governmental perks. So that means that the Secret Service that were, was guarding the property had to know in advance that hey, they're coming, so don't be alarmed, don't start shooting, this isn't fake people, they're not, like, there's some kind of militia coming there. Yeah. These are actual government officials coming to search this house. So they knew in advance, which means Trump knew in advance, because the Secret Service probably like, hey, Mr. Trump, uh, just to let you know, these, these people are coming, which is probably why he was able to sit back on a big screen TV and watch the raid as it happened. Yeah. Yeah, no, that, listen... And regardless, even if no one knew in advance, even if that's the most accurate thing anyone has said, there's, you know, people can't keep their mouth shut. You really, you really want us to believe that out of however many Secret Service agents, however many uh, FBI agents, you really want us to believe that not a single person was a whistleblower? At, before this happened, supposedly, right, and, and supposedly I, they I have others. But... I, just, I just want to say this uh, uh, because it sounds very like pro-Trumpish right now. I'm a realist. I'm a re- I, well, I was a registered Democrat. Now I'm just a registered. Don't give a fuck. I'm a realist. I'll vote for whoever's running for Democrat if if they can sell it good to me. I'm not saying that I'm supporting Trump or I'm supporting. Well, I'm not supporting Biden. I'll just say that right up front. Um, just because he don't seem like he can support himself. So I can't then in good conscience support him. But I have to also, it, nobody, I mean everybody really, nobody should ignore what happened as just coincidence or we're just digging into stuff. Just like you, you live in New York, your state's attorney is doing everything she can to try to get Trump arrested. She's digging into tax records. She's doing everything she can. It does. This doesn't like. Where does this happen? Where in the world does this happen? Where they they attack a political person nonstop, literally since 2017. He has been just attack, attack, Destro- yeah. attack, attack. Yeah, I listen. The state's attorney here in New York. That's a completely different story for a completely different day. Because oh Lord, don't you don't even want to start on me. Um, but yeah, no. I mean, the only other place in the world that they 
do this is well, other places in the world that they do this is places where those political figures do not agree with the current regime or their current political party, the current emperor, whatever, and they do this in order to find some reason to throw them in jail for life in prison or better yet, just murder them. Yeah, it's if even if you don't like Donald Trump, you have to you have to at least look at this and go something ain't really right here. Been, yeah, they really been fucking with this guy for a long time and ain't found nothing to arrest him on yet. So uh, imagine if that was you. Imagine if you know you, Mister Democrat, decide that you're going to go live your life, but then the cops just fuck with you and fuck with you and fuck with you, and all you're getting pulled over all the time. They're coming to your house with search warrants. They're you know, everywhere you go, you see a cop car, and you're you're getting tickets for no reason, or, you know, whatever they're doing to just constantly try to break you. You would be like, hey, this ain't right. Yeah. And it doesn't matter that it's happening to you, or it doesn't matter that it's happening to Trump. It's the fact that it's happening is the alarming fact, is they have, a, they, they do not want Trump to be anything political. And that's exactly what this boils down to, is they're trying to find a way to get him to not be able to run in 24. But but it's going to backfire on him, because whether you like it or you don't like it, the Trump ideology is there. People support his beliefs. They believe in his beliefs. They campaign the way he does. They want to govern the way he does. So even if he is not ever again elected president of the United States, you can't tell me Ron DeSantos is not trump light. Like, he is not the, the a younger version of Donald Trump. Oh, yeah. So every anybody that makes it to the top political stage and runs for president, runs for Senate, whether or not they're endorsed by Trump or not, they are going to bring Trump's values because they are the popular values amongst the Republican Party. So people are going to be like, that guy reminds me or that girl reminds me so much of Trump. I'm voting for that person. Yeah. Well, I mean, they're going to, they're just going to, you know what the definition of insanity is? Yeah, it's doing the same thing over and over and over again, expecting a different result. Yeah, exactly. I think that pretty much describes how this has been going. Yeah. All right, we've been here for uh, 30 minutes on yeah. this one, so... Yeah, let's move on. Well, we're going to keep it political, though, so... Yeah, but this one's going to be short, because there's really not much in terms of what we know, because it happened in another state, but good Lord, and thank I, God in heaven, bye-bye to the Cheney. And it hadn't hasn't happened a whole long time ago, either. I mean, this is yeah, fresh. Like yesterday or day before. Yeah, yesterday, I believe it was. Yeah, uh, like Bill said, Liz Cheney, gone. Uh, well, not quite. I mean, we still have to deal with her until, what, November? November, yeah. But, yeah, she lost. Uh, it's game over. Time, time, Time's up. Get out of my seat. Lost uh, the... To an absolute no one she lost to. Like, nobody knows who this person <laughs> is. There is no political background to this, this woman. She just, I'm going to run for Congress. Trump said, I support you. Now she's going to be a Congresswoman. Okay, that's how it works, I guess. Yeah, and she lost Wyoming's literal only seat. But she didn't just lose, like, she got her ass kicked. 37-point loss. 
yeah like she lost a lot like that's that's like <laughs> that's over a uh, third <laughs> yeah yeah she she basically the lady that beat her and god for uh, harriet hagman i think yeah that's what the name is she took th two-thirds of the state that's what that's crazy for just somebody that popped up now what pisses me off about liz cheney what happened here is never mind the fact that wyoming stripped her of her being a republican in her concession speech she had the nerve to compare herself to abraham lincoln and she did so by basically saying abraham lincoln was this great president and did all these amazing things blah 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 but he ran for Congress and lost. He ran for the Senate and lost. But he won the most important race. I don't know if that's foreshadowing if she says, well, you know, I lost this this uh, Congress seat, but, you know, I'm going to come back and win the president. If if Liz Cheney is ever the president of the United States. Just shoot me. Oh, good God. I am going to go ballistic. Listen, I'm just going to. Listen, I, I will say this. Okay. She's been hinting that. She wants to become president for years now. I mean, well before this, right? Like, it, I mean, at, at some point she's bound to run. Is it probably going to turn out any way she thinks it's going to? No. Uh, she lost Wyoming. Wyoming is one of the most Republican states that I know of, uh, with the exception of, like, Texas. And she lost Wyoming. She was stripped as her Republican status in her home state of Wyoming, what's she going to run as on the ticket? Because, I mean, with the exception of her voting to impeach Trump after the uh, January 6th debacle, I don't think Democrats want her either. I, 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 unless she's going to run as an independent, she's certainly not going to run as a Republican. That's not going to work well for her. Oh, hell no. So, I... I mean, it, when was the last time an independent was elected president? Um, between now and never ago. Yeah, that, exactly. Uh, that doesn't happen. That doesn't work. So, well, it, I mean, to be fair, it there has been people that were independent on the ticket, but then there's only two political parties. There's not a an independent party that can nominate you. You're either nominated by the Democrat or Republican Party. So, you know, like, it, you're an independent up until, like, you get to the point where the Democrats or Republicans are like, well, you know, this person believes in what we do, and they're more like us, so we might as well, that might as well be our nominee. Yeah. This is the person we're going to back. Yeah. So well. technically, maybe, maybe there has been, you know, a couple independents. I would say Trump is probably one of them because he was a Democrat, then he was a Republican. So that kind of, if you split the middle. Yeah, but, but I'm saying elected as oh, an independent. It's no. None officially, it no. It doesn't happen. And like I said, Republicans certainly aren't going to take her. I mean, look, Wyoming, again, one of the most Republican states I know, and they just stripped her. Like says, screw you, Liz. Go, go find someone that loves you. Yeah. And with the exception, again, of her voting to impeach Trump, one of the nine that voted, I think it was like the 13th or something that they actually voted. Uh, with the exception of that, I don't think Democrats want her either. So, Well, that now, if you look at it, out of the nine that voted to impeach Trump, 
Well, I forget what it is. Four of them retired, and the rest of them lost their seats. Yeah. So and, and, and at, well, no, and I think two of them narrowly won. So that's just, that just uh, lets you know what the country thinks. Like, hey, all right, you know, fuck you, you're out now. Yeah, that just shows you his supporting. Going back to what you know, the whole raid and everything. That just shows his support that he has. Not not just in one state, but in multiple states that are both controlled by Republicans and Democrats. I mean, yeah. I, can, I can tell you right now, if you took this, the the city of New York and you just chopped it off from the rest of the state, I'm pretty sure, maybe with the exception of like Buffalo and a little bit of Rochester, uh, those might sway it a little, but I'm I'm 99% sure that New York would become a red state. It's a city. Well, New York... New York, what, at one point in my life, New York was a red state. Yeah, it was. It was, yeah. It's the stupid city. We need to just chop that tail off and throw it in the water and say, screw you. Let it, let it float they, away. They send all their junk up here anyways. Literally, all of their trash comes up upstate. What do you think of, like, uh, what's his name? The guy down there in Texas, Abbott? What the hell is his first name? I don't know. Greg, Greg Abbott. Yeah, what do you think of him sending, like, y'all just got a boatload of people, just came to New York? Listen, I, this is actually a topic I'm glad you brought him up, because this is a topic I wanted to talk about. And uh, I, it just popped up on my news feed before we were starting this, and uh, it, I'm, I'm so glad you bring, you, you always know to bring things up. So, Wednesday, today, uh, the Texas National Guard, sitting on the border of Texas and Mexico, uh closed a gate and locked it that was allowing illegal immigrants to enter the United States without again this is not a official point of entry this is just it's a private prop it's a gate on a piece of private property uh, that separates Mexico and Texas and there's some farmland on the other side and that's why the gate was put in so the Texas National Guard uh, closed the gate Locked it actually in front of illegal immigrants that were walking towards it, and then they waited there and watched the illegal immigrants uh, until Border Patrol agents showed up, cut the lock off of it, and let it open, allowing uh, an unknown number, there's no number on it at this point, uh, to go right into Texas. No questions asked. Just kind of, and they got it on video too. I'm looking at a, a picture right now of, uh, of the Gar- National Guardsmen standing there with the fence and everything. And they're just just chilling, you know, just letting them go across. No, no questions asked. So, well, that would be on that Abbott guy because, like, the president of the United States controls the military, right? He's the commander in chief. But the governors of the states have control of their own national guard. Correct, and that's like the governor can deploy the national guard for anything they deem to be a, a statewide emergency so but this abbott just sent uh, what a bus or two to new york and yeah. the the people on the bus are trying to now have the bus driver arrested because they didn't stop where they were supposed to but then they did stop where they were supposed to but they didn't end up where they were supposed to go because they thought when they got on the bus they were going to a certain location and here they ended up in new york like i me personally i think it's brilliant and it's also an asshole move like it's br- it's a brilliant idea to send them to well, democratic states you know people that say it's a good idea and i think 
people with a head on their shoulders know that this shit that's happening down south is not a great idea. Um, but the people that say, oh, it's, it's amazing, yay, let them in, let them in. Now all this crime being brought to, like, I pity you because, you know, there may be out of 100 people on that bus, 75 of them might actually be here for a good reason right. and want to try to better their life. But then there's going to be 25 people that are going to go out, rape, pillage, and, and rob the whole city. So well, that's going to make them that's going to make them other 75 people look bad and that's not a good thing. And we've talked about this before and and I'll say it again because I've said it before. I'm all for coming into this country, right? We have the thing we call the American dream. That's everyone's goal in life, right? It's to have the American dream. Whether it's your own business, having a nice house, having cars, some land, whatever it is, you want the American dream. And I'm all for having the American dream, but you got to do it correctly right you have to do it legally you can't just walk in and that's what abbott said he goes you know he closed this gate the national guard closed this gate locked it said you're not coming across this location this is a unsecured location it's not a legal checkpoint to come in you have to go to a legal checkpoint to enter my my country and my state which again i think is pretty fair uh because you know, I think this is common sense. If you're trying to be sneaky about something, you know it's wrong, right? I mean, that's probably one of the most common sense things in this world. And the fact that they know this gate's there, the the immigrants know this gate's there, and then they're trying to use that instead of going to a legal checkpoint that they know is legal and potentially will expedite their, not expedite it, but maybe potentially expedite their process of becoming a United States citizen. Why wouldn't they just go there? They're trying to be sneaky. They're trying to get in. And that's, you know, Greg Abbott's, again, like you said, states like New York, states like California, they all say, oh, this is such a great idea, but they don't actually have the problem, right? They, they, I mean, New York borders Canada. So help me if Canada starts to, and poof, I can't stand Canada being an hour and a half away from me, let alone a bunch of Canadians being my neighbors. I apologize to any Canadians, but you're just, you're too nice, and then you're too mean at times. I just, I got no other way to explain it. But, yeah, why ain't the Canadian border open? Yeah. We at least get along with them, like. Listen, I, I you know, I was going to go to Canada uh, in a couple weeks, actually, a couple weekends from now. I can't even go to Canada without proving that I, I've had all my COVID shots, proving that I haven't had in contact with anyone, proving that I've had a test at least 14 days before. And that I haven't been exposed to any, like, there's so many restrictions for me to go to Canada right now, but I could walk from Texas to Mexico, spend a month and a half in Mexico, and walk back and not be questioned once by anyone. I think what needs to happen, before we move on to the, like, I, I literally have been stewing on this topic that I want to get to, because I think it's hilarious. But I think what needs to happen is we should, as Americans, reverse the role, right? Just get a whole convoy a half a million americans and just head to the southern border and say no we're going across to some bitch you either, can't stop me either. i'm going across and let mexico then be like oh fuck no whoa whoa wait a minute something <laughs> wrong here yeah get the hell out of here and then we could be like haha look they kicked us well, out why ain't you doing the same thing see the only problem with that though is if a half million even a half million americans went to mexico right now that would boom their economy so much that they wouldn't know what to do with themselves they'd be swimming in money right now 
and 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 that's another thing you like you say that and it it reminds me uh i worked at a place that like we did fresh packs so like during the summertime we would do tomatoes and during the off time we would do like beans and shit like that right but we would always get an influx of people from like Haiti and Mexico and all this that were up there working because we were paying 10, 11, 12 dollars an hour to these people. They were here for the season. They were sending all this money back to Mexico. You do the math. Google what what is a hundred dollars worth in pesos? Like these people are coming up here working for what we consider peanuts, sending the money back to Mexico, leaving after the season is done, going back home to Mexico, and they're, you know, buying farms and property and be just off of this little bit of money that we can't afford to pay our rent with, yeah, they're so buying property with. A hundred U.S. dollars here is 1996 Point nine pesos over there. Yeah, so a ten percent increase in the profit. So basically, what's going to happen here is no way we're going to allow a nineteen percent, almost twenty percent increase. One one U.S. dollar is nineteen point nine six nine pesos. Okay, so yeah, so just uh, you you as as a normal thinking person do this. Okay, we're going to allow. 100,000 people into this country. Out of the 100,000 people, let's just say 50 of them are, are family. Okay, well, they're legally allowed here now. Now they get a job and they're working for, you know, $10 an hour. All 20 of them or all 50 of them then take this money that they made, pull it together, send it back to Mexico via the Internet because the Internet will just convert it, put it in PayPal and send it over. It'll convert the money. Now, oh, shit, I don't want to be here no more. I'm going home. Go back over to Mexico or go back down to Mexico. Yeah. and Get well, there, and you're a millionaire. And that's what these people are doing, right, is, you know, they're one family member, usually the father or the whatever, an older brother, comes over. They make a ton of money, right? Because it's not cheap to cross the Mexican border right now. I don't know what the the last time I checked the rate was like twenty five hundred bucks across just the river alone, not like get up to the river, but just the river was like twenty five hundred u s dollars so one person will cross they'll make a crap ton of money like I said they'll or like you said, they'll send it back, and then the entire family will cross in a matter of a week right yeah, well and that's how it works because the the money, the conversion to money is different, and then that's where the drugs become a problem because now these people are sending peanuts, what we what we'd consider peanuts in terms of pay, back there, which is all of a sudden worth twenty times more than it should be. Yes. Now they can afford to buy the stuff to make the drugs, buy the stuff to transport the drugs, and and it's not hurting them financially. So now they're sending the drugs over here then those drugs are making money that is getting sent back, and then they go from broke to millionaires in no time. Yeah. Well, let's let's just do some quick math here. We'll, we'll end with this, okay? The average person makes $10 an hour, okay? They work eight hours a day. That's 80 bucks, right? Just, we'll, we'll just 
throw that out there. They make $10 an hour. They work eight hours a day. That's 80 bucks. okay? Say they work five days a week. That's $400 that they're making here. They ship that back to Mexico at 7,987.6 pesos. That's enough to cross two people over the border in one day. Well, in one week. Yeah. They spend a month yep, here, yep. their entire family's over. Yep, and then they get over here, they start having sex, making babies, and once the baby's born, that's a United States citizen. Yep. Now the mother cannot be deported because they have to be here to support the child. Correct. The father could be deported, but if the father sneaks back across, well, then what the hell? It's and I'm gonna make a like, I'm gonna make a little bit of a plug here to my podcast, uh, Matt's Mindset, because I had talked about the IRS agents that were getting hired. Uh, now that it has actually passed, uh, about eighty-one to eighty-seven thousand IRS agents that are that are going to be hired to supposedly come after millionaires, but we all know that's not going to happen. Um, I had talked about taking that money and, and, you know, better training law enforcement, hiring more Border Patrol agents to stop this sort of stuff, you know, but clearly it's not going to work. So go check that episode out if you're if you're curious about that. But, Bill, anyways, let's move on. Uh, yeah, because I want to go to the next thing, but since you plugged yourself, I want to plug myself. I just want to say that I know we've advertised uh, beers with Bill, but... Due to stuff that's been going on with me personally, um, trust me, I'm fine, but everything else kind of went to hell. Uh, th- these episodes are going to be coming out here before too long. I just didn't have, haven't had time to sit down and put my thoughts together, but they will be coming. But now, with that being said, I want to move on to something that just blows my mind. And, and if this person does not take them up on the offer, then she's an idiot. But also, as a guy, I think that I would have to call her a whore for it at the same time. Oh, boy. And this is, yep, and this is Amber Heard. Oh, Jesus the one that The one that just lost to Johnny Depp in the defamation lawsuit. Real quick, did, has, does this have anything to do with her lawyer that just got fired? Nope. Okay. Nope. Nope. This is This is even better than that. She was offered by a company called Zen Models to do an adult film to be a porn star. And here is an exact quote. The deal would pay Amber Heard not just $8 million for accepting the offer to be in the porno, but it would pay off her entire debt to Johnny Depp (laughs) with an additional $1 million being donated to the Children's Hospital of Los Santos. Or Los Santos, Los, Los Angeles. <laughs> uh, I mean, listen. Like I said, uh, she so just she could spread she could spread her legs, and I don't even know what she lost. What was it like thirty million dollars or some shit like that? Something like that. She could spread her legs and be debt free. I I will say she just fired a lawyer, like the the head lawyer Elaine whatever Broud something. I don't even know. Uh, she Elaine. Just, Bradford, Bradford, Bred, Bred, Hoft, something like that. Yeah, whatever. It's German for sure. Uh, but she just fired said lawyer, so it doesn't seem like appeals were going very well for her. Um, so maybe you know, maybe the money's worth it. Sometimes here's, here's a here's a, a quote from the letter. It says Zen Model is an adult modeling agency and production company. We've been in contact with a group of adult film production companies 
that are interested in offering Miss Heard a contract to perform an adult video production. Ha! What? I, listen, I've never heard uh, uh, these adult film content. You know, whatever. Um, but I will say, I don't think any of them are going to have that kind of money. I'm just, just throwing that out there. Uh, I mean, that's a that's a pretty big industry. I, it if is. They're offering, if they're offering to give her $8 million just for accepting it, which, I mean, I don't know what that means in terms of, like, the grand scope of things, but it also said would pay her debt to Johnny Depp. And that is whatever, however many millions of that is. So does that mean that they're going to pay the debt, give her eight million dollars, and then donate a hundred or donate one million dollars to the Children's Hospital of Los Angeles? I mean, I honestly, <sighs> honestly, she'd be stupid to not do it. Kind of, yeah. But at the same time, you know damn well if she does do it. Oh boy, is the internet going to get broken? Like, there's what, the Aquaman movie or something that's coming out? Whatever movie she's in right now. Yeah, Aquaman 3. Yeah, supposed to be her last movie because nobody wants to touch her after that. So whatever money she makes from that movie is going to Johnny Depp in the first place. Yeah. So she might actually be getting pimped right now. This company might be like, all right, well, she's fixing to make $10 million off of this, so we could get her for another $12, 13000000 million, as opposed to paying this much money to get it. Even if they sold, if she did this, if they, and they sold it for $2 a copy, and it cost them $10 million, I am sure as shit that there's enough people in this world that are going to pay to buy that just to have the footage to say not only did she get fucked by Johnny Depp in court but now she's getting fucked <laughs> she's getting <laughs> fucked for real <laughs> oh, and here's boy. the proof yeah um listen uh, I uh, I don't even know <laughs> yep there ain't no closing arguments in this one I'm just going to leave this speechless for the rest of this episode. Yeah. And you, that would literally break the internet, though, like you said. I, I'm sure it would. If if she said, if there were a report come out tomorrow and you've seen it on Fox News or CNN, Amber Heard agrees to do adult film uh, video, I'll bet you the pre-order for that son of a bitch <laughs> would pay them back for what they pay her. I, I'm just imagining the memes in my head that would come from this. That's, oh boy. I'm just wondering if this, what was it, Zen Models or Zen Movies or what? Zen Zen Models, there's a adult entertainment agency known as Zen Models just offered her a multi-million dollar deal to star in an upcoming X-rated movie. I'm just wondering and, if, because there are a lot of celebrities that have and are currently going through legal battles that might or might not leave them completely bankrupt i'm wondering if they're just if they're just gonna start going one after another yeah maybe but i if this works out and amber and amber Heard does do this and this zen modeling or whatever zen models makes a boatload of money off of this after what they pay her and they still make a, a marginal profit they might be like oh shit it worked once let's try it again let's get 
this star in. Oh boy. But but it has to be something high profile. Like that's that's what'll make a money is OJ the Johnny Depp Amber Heard thing. Oh yeah. Yep. OJ stabbing again. That'll be the title of it. Oh boy, we're we're bad. If you work for an adult agency, contact me. I can give you some brilliant titles. Gee, no. I won't even charge you a lot. Oh boy. Oh boy. The emails I can imagine getting. Yeah. Oh. And Matt's, Matt's going to tell you where you can send those to here I, shortly. No, I'm not. Not anymore. Not anymore. <laughs> no, because I don't want to read those. Yeah. Not, not necessarily the emails they're going to send, but the ones you're going to send back. It's, I'm, yeah, I'm good. Well. Uh, anywho, you got any final thoughts for today? Take care of yourself and each other. Boy, that sounds that was exactly what Jerry Springer used to say. But it is what it is. Like, <laughs> On the next X-rated movie, Jerry Springer. Yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah, no, I don't have any. I mean, I'm in agreement with you. Take care of one another. Uh... But always take care of yourself first, because fuck everyone else until you're good. That's all I got. Uh, all right, Bill, it's your favorite time. We haven't done it in a week and a half, so hopefully you remember how to do it. Uh, we're gonna try. It's all you. Go ahead. Ready? Okay. I'm not good with long strings of letters and numbers, so Matt's gonna put a link down below wherever you're listening to this or watching it, whether it's on your favorite streaming platform or on YouTube or whatever, uh, to our Discord jump in there tell us how stupid we are how funny we are topics that we're not covering topics that we should be covering uh whether you like us or don't like us it don't matter we we, we enjoy it either way um we hop in there from time to time to engage with people that are engageable uh get ideas we also have a sponsor program in there so if you own a company <laughs> wink wink um or you're a streamer of any sort or just want to advertise a product we have something that you could do there whether it ranges from a low amount of money to a little bit more expensive the options are wide and, and very ranged so go have a look at it join leave if you don't like it whatever do whatever you want it's up to you so passive aggressive today bill i kind of like know. it i like it though should, try to be should be more passive aggressive uh, anywho, like Bill said, I'm going to re regretfully, regretfully uh, say this. You can always email us, too. Um, but, you know, we have an email. Two dudes with a view at gmail.com. Uh, if you are, in fact, uh, from an adult film company and you need titles, I guess, go ahead. As long as you're paying us, I don't care. I, I'll just preface that by saying that I don't care. Um, well, yeah, you can always email us. If joining a Discord's not your thing, you just want to tell us something, go ahead. That's, uh, you know, that's that's something you can do. You can also uh, leave a comment on the YouTube version if that's uh, where you're watching this, too. We're always, uh, we're always open and, and reading those and replying to you as soon as we can. But with that being said, that's going to wrap up today's episode. Thank you all for tuning in. I know it was a little bit different. We took a little bit of a hiatus, but we're back now forever, and you're never giving, never getting rid of us again. Very robotic. I, I know. like it. I know. I was. It's getting late. Okay, it's been a long week, and I'm tired, and I want to. I was going to say go home, but I'm already home. So, uh, all right. 
Have a good one, guys. I, I got, I'm literally, I'm done. <laughs> Later. <laughs> Later.